For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. That's Galatians 1.10. And that is what we are talking about today. Because man, it can be super easy in today's world to get sucked into what everyone says is right or wrong. Even progressive Christians have immensely different views on what God truly wants for us. This brings us to today's Wisdom Wednesday question. How do we know the gospel? And do God and his truth change? Hey friend, we are on a Jesus journey. There is a good chance you are coming to him with a load of religious baggage in tow. But I want you to know that God doesn't make mistakes. He will use those experiences to grow your faith in amazing ways if we let him. From ex-Mormon, lost for 20 years, to born again, he is still working on me every single day. Here, we are learning honest answers to help us to build that relationship with our Creator. But we're not stopping there, friends. We are finding faith, living faith, and learning to use our spiritual and creative God-given gifts to share that faith. As Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act to fulfill His great purpose. You are not alone. He loves you, and His wisdom from above brings peace into our hearts and lives when we walk with Him because we are not ready to give up on Jesus after religion. This is Finding Faith Above. Today we are looking at Galatians and all of these letters in the New Testament Paul is writing to the people that make up the church of that area. Usually it is because they have questions or are not following all the teachings and he's wanting to give some clarification to the people. So Galatians is no different. What I love about all his letters is how incredibly humble he is. He is so honest about his shortcomings, his past, and his need for Jesus. In chapter 1, he speaks to them about the gospel. What is the gospel? It is the good news that Jesus brought our salvation and God's grace and love. One of his big things that he likes to bring out here is that the gospel does not seek to follow the approval of man. How does the gospel get distorted? How does the truth of grace and love get twisted into something it is not from the approval of man? That is today's verse, Paul says it pretty plainly. If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. How many of us do this? How many churches continue to do this? Socially, things change. And so to make everyone happy and receive the approval of being right with their peers, we make changes with no regard for God's word, just the approval of others. Nobody wants to be labeled as unaccepting or of socially how the world is supposed to be working at that time per social standards. But if we don't know God, if we don't read his word, if we don't take the time to pour into and know his gospel, then how are we to know when we are seeking the approval of man and not God's peace? It is easy to get tripped up and swept into modern trends and culture. And right now, because the internet is just on fire, that is so the case. And often what ends up happening is we quiet the voice from God and we just go forward with what we think is going to appease everyone else. So I want to kind of break it down a little bit into some personal uh, 
I guess, revelation? Does God speak to each of us with the same message? Kind of an idea of like, does God change? Does he give a, one message to one person and a different message to another person? I do think that he does speak to each individual for where they are in their life, but I don't think I know his word actually does not change. So let's look at the next chapter just a bit of Galatians because I think this part is really pretty cool. Let's go ahead and read. Then after 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, asking Titus along with me. I went up because of a revelation and set before them the gospel that I proclaim among the Gentiles in order to make sure I was not running or had run in vain. On the contrary, when they saw that I had been entrusted with the gospel to the uncircumcised, just as Peter had been entrusted with the gospel to the circumcised, for he who worked through Peter for his apostolic ministry to the circumcised worked also through me for mine to the Gentiles. And that's Galatians 2, 1 through 8. All right, so the reason why I just think this part is so cool is because Paul wanted to check himself. <laughs> he wanted to make sure that he wasn't going off on his own tangent, that he truly was doing God's will. And what, what's so cool about this is they, they didn't have the ability to just communicate with each other overnight about this stuff. They had to trust and rely on God. All right, so let's back it up real quick here. So his message to me, when I first came to Jesus, it was just me in my living room at 1230 in the morning. It was my surrender in his peace. The biggest thing that God told me in that moment, the huge realization was that regardless of what man had been telling me and all the self-help junk, I was not enough. I would never be enough. And straightening out my life and all the fixing that I wanted to do, all the kinks along the way, I was never going to be enough to make all of those things happen. I was not enough. But the beautiful thing that he, he shared with me at that moment was that he is. This was clearer to me than anything I have ever known in my life. He was big enough to do anything. I not only don't have to be, but I was never supposed to be. I am supposed to lean on him, not my own understanding. The cool thing, he didn't just tell me this. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it wasn't, I wasn't a church. I wasn't being told this by somebody else. This was just me and God. And this was, this is what he told me in my heart. And he didn't just tell me this. This is what he tells everybody who comes to him. This is his message in the Bible. And in all his adopted family, when they come to him, they are told that he is enough for them. There are whole books on this, I ended up finding out. No one had told me this. I hadn't been attending a church. I, it, was, it was his message from God. And, and it's what he tells, he tells all of his followers. It's the gospel. It's part of his gospel of salvation is that trust and leaning on him. So Paul wondered the same thing. Is this just me that's getting this? Or is this the message that God is speaking to everyone? And in chapter two, Paul says that he wanted to make sure he was not or had not run in vain. 
Was the gospel as he knew it from God in line with Peter and the other apostles? And it was a resounding yes. The one who worked through Peter had also worked through Paul. This is super cool because it isn't like, like I said, it isn't like today. They didn't have cell phones where they could chat with each other and make sure they were on the same page. No, they had to trust God and God doesn't change. All right, so moving forward with wisdom as we move forward today with our views, our beliefs, and our gospel, let's reflect on that gospel. Does God change? Are we getting to know his true gospel through his word? Are we listening to him? Are we living and doing what Jesus would want for our life? Or are we just tired of fighting the social norm and seeking the approval of man? Are we pleasing man? Or are we a servant of Christ? That's today's question. Go out there and make disciples of this world. Learn his word. All right, so what we have coming out later, I wanted to just share with you guys some cool things that we have coming out. We are going to be breaking down the 10 basic Christian beliefs that every Exmo and new believer needs to know. And we're going to be breaking that down over these next few months. And it's all going to culminate in like this amazing, super cool thing in September where we are actually going to dive even deeper. You're going to have the opportunity to dive even deeper into it all. And if you're like, yes, I am so day confused with all of these basic Christian beliefs. I really need some help with like understanding the very basics of it so that I can sit in that Bible study and not feel different from everybody else and just get to enjoy his word, not questioning, you know, is this in line with Christian beliefs or not, then this is going to be for you. So uh, I am going to be having that come out. Go ahead and take a look for it in the show notes. We're going to have a link so that you can sign up to be uh, part of this and understand more about his word. All right. I'll talk to you guys next time.